It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. According to a recent study, the average American is over $16,000 in credit card debt. 22% of people have more credit card debt than savings. Debt has been linked to depression, and 12% of Americans expect to die in debt. This morning is all about getting out of debt. From wheels, retirement, mortgages, life insurance, this morning, how to get your financial life in order. Coming up this morning, expert advice on getting out of credit card debt. Then we talk about how to make this year the year you get your financial life together. Remember, for more information about the show or to join the conversation, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now and join the conversation there. We begin this morning with understanding your credit score. Joining me here in the studio is Kenneth Webb. Kenneth is with Republic Bank, where he's vice president, CRA mortgage loan originator. It's our pleasure to welcome Kenneth Webb to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. Are you one of those loan officers? You're the people that just like destroy people's hopes and everything <laughs> when they're right. trying to buy a home. The dream, the dream killer. Yeah, you're that guy, huh? Right? No, I'm just no, kidding. No, we, we never have been. Uh, that, that's a misnomer, right? That's a myth. Mm-hmm. We want to lend money to people. We want, we're open, right? That's mm-hmm. why we're open to lend money to people. And so we have to understand that people have a good rapport with their banks by paying on time. If I was going to lend you, Rodney, $20. And every time I came to you and you said, I said, well, can I get my $20 back? And you'd be like, well, uh, I don't have it this week. I'll, I'll give you five. I told you not to tell people that story. <laughs> I'm going to get you your $20. <laughs> I'll get you your $20, right? He said, yeah. but, but the fact is, after a while, I start to say, Rodney, or vice versa. You can actually have me $20, right? And, I, and you say, Ken, he says, uh, can I get a $20? I say, hey, I'll give you a dollar today. I'll give you the 19 in about a couple more months, right? you like, why well, a couple more months? Like we talked about arrangements, we talked about what was going on, mm-hmm. and so that dictates not only character, but it dictates responsibility and how responsible you are or lack thereof when it comes to giving back on on your debts. Right? You say you're going to do something, do it. Right? And so this case with credit bureaus and and uh, uh, credit numbers and scores, it's, it's it's opportunity for the bank to say, okay. Are you responsible? Or are you not responsible? Are there situations going on that we can actually rectify moving forward or situations that you don't even look at because you don't want to deal with your credit report? So now you're going to have to pay everything with cash. So that's an option. You, if, you, if you want that, it's up to you, but it's your credit. Now, for this particular show all morning long, we're talking about getting out of debt, but I thought it would be good to start at the very basic and talk about your credit scores and what it means. So I think a lot of people, you know, we'll talk about this. A lot of people are afraid to know what their credit score is. Exactly. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's talk about just the very basics. What goes into a credit score? A lot of things that go into the credit score are your pay, past history payments, whether it be from your a mortgage, whether it be from credit card debt, or whether it be from student loans whether it be for medical or any type of debt that's been uh, assessed in your career. Um, one, of, one of the things that a lot of times people don't understand is that if your Social Security number is given for an actual um, funding, 
then uh, you might have information on there when you were seven or eight or nine. For example, I'm a junior. So when I tried to buy my first truck, I didn't realize that I had things on my credit card, I mean credit report that were because of my me being a junior. So a lot of times people don't understand that. They'll go by the household, not always by the name. And so some things that were on there, my mom used to love to shop at Lane Bryant. So mm-hmm. as of age eight, I had some Lane Bryant uh, <laughs> items on my credit report <laughs> that I did not purchase, but because of my name, uh, which is a good segue as far as why you should always make sure you look at your credit report to make sure information there is correct and it's always yours. The credit report also shows anything that's past due, uh, anything as far as delinquencies, those type of things. Those type of things are the ones you don't want to, uh, that you're on your credit report. Those ones that look are derogatory for your credit report. And so those are the things that people typically, those are the stereotypical things that people always want to be worried about when they look at their credit report because they get upset and they say, I don't want to look at my credit report because I know what's on there. The derogatory things is what typically makes people afraid of what's on their credit report. Okay. I think one of the things that many people don't realize is that little things are, I shouldn't say little things because they can snowball, you know, things like car insurance can play right. into your credit report. Is that Homeowners right? Homeowners insurance as and well. And then people, even now employers are looking yes. at your credit report now. So it's even more important. Tell me about those two factors. Well, especially about the employers, what that dictates to most people, your credit report is your ability to pay me back. And it's saying to me, Either you're going to pay me back at a slow time, on time, or no time at all. And so that follows you as, as your history to say, okay, are you responsible enough to make those payments? When you say you're going to make them, you're going to make a minimum payment, or are you going to make any payments at all? And so the credit bureau is always tracking your behavior, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. It's a, it's a, it's a detailed information about the employer, Anyone else that says, okay, is this person responsible enough to make their payments on their bills? Will they, will they be responsible enough to make their payments for my, the bill that I'm giving them? Or will they be responsible enough to come to work on time? So what is a good credit score? What are we looking at? What are the numbers look like? Typically, they always say 740 and above to 850. That type of range is a great credit score. Um, anywhere from 700 to 740 is, is, is good, but 740 and above is great. Uh, when you get below 700 and you get like 640, that's that's semi good. If you want to put like an A B, mm-hmm. it's like a B minus. Um, B being uh, 740. What's wrong with a B minus? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong with a B minus. If you're an A student, it's, right. it, something might be wrong with it. But if you want A credit, or uh, you want to say that I, I have a peccable credit, then you want to look at 740 and above. All right, that's good to know. Now let's go back to this whole premise where you say, and you work with a lot of people in terms of educating them about um, their credit report and things like that, but you say people are afraid to even know what their number is. Right, that is correct. Why do you find that so? Well, first of all, let me say thank you for having me on here and uh, talking about this, because I think sometimes it's a misnomer that um, bankers want to, we want to inform people because we want them to learn so we can actually lend money to them. Uh, but one of the things that happens so often is that the, if you don't know, you just don't know. And because of your ignorance or because of your lack of knowledge, you, you live a life that's in like in a cave. And so you never will get out of the cave until you understand there are options outside of this cave. And so what happens so often, people will just keep it like they do with bill collecting. They'll just keep it in pallet and things pile up. And the things pile up after a while, you get a wall of bills. 
right? Nothing ever gets accomplished because you can constantly putting more. Um, when somebody sends you something as far as a notification, you'll say, oh, I'll look at that later. Later never comes. Same way with your credit report uh, and credit bureaus that that constantly reports out negative. If you never do anything to actually take care of it, it'll constantly be representing you in a negative light. And you don't want that. Okay. And so what are these bureaus? What are the, the, the I know there are there are two primary. There's three. Three. Okay. Right. So Experian, TransUnion and Equifax. And those three are typically the ones that you want to make sure that everything on there is you. First of all, your address information, your name is all correct, as well as everything that's on there is yours. Um, I don't want to sound uh, facetious what I'm getting ready to say next, but sometimes there's individuals have put their kids' names in utilities. Mm-hmm. They put their other people's names, little their kids' names, because they couldn't get utilities in their own, so they put their names. And so if you're part of that situation where your parents did that to you, when you get to being an adult, you might as well make sure that those things are taken off of your actual credit report uh, because those things were done without you even knowing. You wouldn't even know what was going on, but those things that happen. And some also, there's also cases of fraud. So make sure that the information that's on there is correct because the fraud information uh, could be more detrimental than anything else. It could keep you from getting a job. Okay. And so you talk about looking at your credit report. How do you go about doing that for someone that just does not know and is there a way to get a no-cost right, credit there, report? There is. I'm glad you asked that. There is a um, a website called annualcreditreport.com. Do not go to the freecreditreport.com because it's not free. Okay. Even though it says free, it's not free. You can get annualcreditreport.com. You can get one a year. Uh, it, it will show you information about your credit report. It will not give you the score. Um, and some people have been asking me about creditkarma.com. Uh, creditkarma.com is, is a good way to look at some of the information that's on your credit report and it, it kind of gives you a, a, a number but it's not the actual number that the bank and lenders will probably look at it might be skewed a little bit it's a good good reference to sign, find out what's on your credit report so those two I would I would tell people to go to so when we look at a credit report and you know you have something a ding on there something right. that's not favorable how long are these things staying on your credit report typically they say anywhere from seven to ten years bankruptcies I think it's negative, derogatory. They'll stay on your credit report for that long. Uh, sometimes if it's a, a fee that has not been paid, then it continues to come up every year until you actually make that payment of that fee and take care of that actual indebtedness. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning we're talking about getting out of debt. Right now we're talking to Kenneth Webb. He's with Republic Bank. He's a vice president there. He's here this morning to talk about understanding your credit report. For more information, you can always go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We'll have more information there. Now, we talked about how long some things stay on your credit report, but if you have a dispute, how do you go about resolving that dispute? Thank you. I'm glad you asked that. That's a good question. Uh, Most of the the websites of the actual agencies, Experian, uh, TransUnion, and Equifax, they always have a dispute uh, letter that you can actually fill out and send back to them with information detailing what you're you're disputing and why you're disputing it, whether it be for fraud or whether it be um, a typo. I remember uh, there was one situation with mine I had to dispute, just because I said earlier about because the information that was on there was my father's and not mine. So there was a way to actually go in and explain to them that there was another situation I had where they had the wrong social security number. It was, it was wrong by one digit 
and I had somebody else's information on mine. And so therefore I had to go make sure that this information was taken off of mine because it was derogatory. And so therefore it made, it made the most sense because I said, you, you skewed the, the actual um, social security number, which and was pretty self-explanatory after that. They, they kind of, it took about anywhere from three to four weeks for them to get back to me. And then uh, it was rectified. Okay, so let's talk about how some things can weigh differently. I don't know if they can, but, you know, I think a lot of people say, well, you know, that's just a, a medical bill. You know, right. everybody has something on a medical bill. The, the credit card people, when I'm, you know, trying to get a house, no one's going to really look at that or a student loan or maybe a cable bill or something like that. How much do they actually weigh in determining your credit score and then may determine on how much you're going to pay for this car or this house? Right, good question. Most of the time, um, the credit cards, if, if you were delinquent on the credit cards, it's more unfavorable uh, with the lenders as far as the credit bureau, but also as far as you getting that, whatever you're trying to get, whether it be assessing a credit card, getting a mortgage, or getting a car loan. Um, typically, a lot of the lenders look uh, less favorable on those compared to a medical bill. A lot of times the medical bills are for people that had no other choice but to get some medical procedure done. Now, you had a choice by getting six or seven credit cards, and you max those out, and you say, I, I'm not going to pay them back. But that, that's an option that you decided to do. Same way with student loans. A lot of times the student loans can be deferred or they can be um, uh, consolidated. And so those look as nice, as, as bad as the ones for the credit card. Typically the credit cards, if you have no pay and slow pay, uh, those are really looked at as bars, and delinquencies on those are really bad hits. Okay. Again, this morning we're talking about getting out of debt. This morning, right now, we're talking about your credit score with Kenneth Webb. He's with Republic Bank. He's a vice president there. Now, let's talk about some of the myths. You know, you come across all kinds. I'm sure you, you've heard some crazy things. Oh, yeah. And maybe that'll be a question in a second here. <laughs> what are some of the craziest things that you've heard in terms of your um, credit score? But let's talk about some of the myths that people often have about credit scores and let's start with you know husband and wife you okay. know are we joined are we one team you know when we're joined in marriage are we joined with our credit scores as well <laughs> and the two shall become one yes how uh, does that work well with credit scores no okay right. <laughs> and the two shall become two okay with, with credit scores uh because it's all tied to the actual social security number of the individual it's not tied to the household it's tied to if there's eight people in the household there's eight different opportunities for credit credit bureaus to be in that actual household. But I would believe that if you have a home right, and both of your names and both of your social security numbers are on there, if you're not paying it, I'm sure that's a ding for both of you. Is that oh, right? exactly. Okay. So right. in that case, it could be true. But in the other scenario, if it's there, you have a credit card and it's in the husband's name, but he's not paying it, it's not impacting the wife directly. No, okay. unless the wife is signed off on it. Okay. Uh, they might try to go after the individual's who are actually signed on because as far as the primary and beneficiary, that type of thing, they might go after the wife, but typically with credit cards, no, if one person signed off on it. That person's responsibility is that person who signed on it. Now, if, if someone has a, a bank account and uh, uh, they default on it and it's a joint bank account, then they might go after both of them. Okay. But that's something totally different. Okay. Wow. More about myths. Closing the credit card drags your credit score down. It just depends. Um, most of the time, if you paid it off uh, and it's closed, it's not as bad. Most of the time, people, what people will do is say, well, I just closed it and I'm, I'm through with it. I'm not using it anymore. 
but it's still going to show up on your debt uh, ratio, debt to loan ratio or debt to value ratio, which is an actual shows how much money you got coming in versus how much money you got going out. Because that credit card debt will still show up on your how much money is going out, even though it's actually closed. It hasn't been paid off yet. Checking your credit report will lower your credit score. Is that a myth? Well, it, it it depends on how many times you check it. All right, right, and it so all depends, right? It's it, it everything is all within reason, right? For example, if you do it once a year, it's not going to ding it. But if you continue to have uh, people inquiring about it, like every month you're getting a credit card for this, or every month you're trying to get open up a, a credit card, at this organization, this company, or this uh, retail store, or this establishment, then it starts to ding, and those dings will uh, lower your credit score. When a credit card company sends you a credit card offer, your credit score gets nicked. Well, then when they send you an offer, it doesn't get nicked. When you actually sign it and you say, I want the credit card, that's when, because uh, then that, that changes your debt, debt to value ratio. So, for example, if you, if you had a credit card for uh, $10,000, now you, now you have a $10,000 debt on your actual credit bureau because that $10,000, even if you use it or don't use it, you've actually signed off on that. Final myth, if you have a bankruptcy, you'll never have credit again. There is life after bankruptcy. Okay, all right. It's maybe seven to ten years afterwards because it's going to stay on your actual credit. It's like serving a sentence, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's like you're serving your time. Yeah, right. And then after seven years, you're you're free to go, right? But you can actually establish that. There are programs out there now that uh, help people post-bankruptcy to help establish their uh, trying to purchase something. But typically they say seven to 10 years, uh, but there are some programs out there that are helping people get out of that bankruptcy uh, quandrum and back to life. So, but there is life after bankruptcy. Okay. So let's talk about the importance of your credit score, because I think a lot of people may not know, you know, it determines, you know, if you go to, you need money to lend a car for a car loan per se, people with that A1 credit with the A plus that you talked about. And I said B minus, what's wrong with me? B minus, that could be the difference in the amount of um, APR that you're oh, playing. Yes. Oh, yes. And I've seen it before where um, I'm not going to mention the car, say say a small compact car that might be worth $12,000. Uh, a person with A credit or great credit would pay it at 4 or 5% interest rate. Um, they might pay anywhere from thirteen dollars to $14,000 to pay that car off. A person with not so good credit might have the same car, but might wind up paying 21% interest, uh, might pay almost double the amount for the car when it's all said and done because of the interest that they're going to pay. You can get the car. It's the question is how much more, because actually the much money is you paying for that car with bad credit, you could have bought another car or bought two cars with that actual payment. So it, it is beneficial to have good credit, and it, there are consequences when you don't have good credit. All right, and with that, we're running out of time this morning. Finally, Kenneth, what is the biggest takeaway from this conversation this morning? If our listeners can't remember everything that we talked about this morning, what's the biggest takeaway in terms of understanding your credit score? I think uh, uh, the most essential thing that I would take away from this conversation is to make sure you check it at least once a year. If you don't check it, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Uh, A lot of times we hear people say, I don't know, I know it's bad. Well, if you know it's bad, You'll never know it's going to be good if you don't look at it first. And the first step of understanding that it's going to be good is actually going through and coming out of denial and making sure you can actually do something about it. It's your credit. It's no one else's. Be responsible. 
and take care of it. And Kenneth, how can our listeners find out more about you or more about anything that we've talked about this morning? Yeah, they can always send me an email at kweb, K-W-E-B-B, at republicbank.com. All right, and we'll have that information on our Facebook page. Thank you so much, Kenneth, for taking time to talk to us. Thank you, Rodney. Enjoy your day. We've been speaking to Kenneth Webb with Republic Bank. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. How to get out of credit card debt. We have the answer that's coming up next as Sunday Morning Magazine continues.